but it doesn't matter. Why. I'm going to stop you right there, and we're going to start recording. We're back with another episode, Man of the Machine, a little special, sweet little treat episode this time. But before we get into that, I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And it, we were supposed to record yesterday, but we're recording today, so just suck one down. Yesterday was Patrick's birthday. <laughs> That's the crowd going absolutely wild, if you were curious. <laughs> It wasn't me making this weird gaspy noise. It was totally the crowd. It totally was. That's I completely hmm. believe that was accurate. Tell the lovely people how old you are, Patrick. Must I? <laughs> yes, yes, you must. This is a transparent podcast. <laughs> 34. 34 years old. See, you thought I was going to say young. I don't play that card. I'm I a glass half empty kind of guy. Well, I got... A bunch of fun facts. I accidentally grabbed a ton for 1984 because I was a year off. So we're going to throw those out the window and just use the internet. That's just on me for not following up. So <laughs> we'll get to them in a minute. Give me a quick... I didn't get to... We, I didn't. Like I said, we were supposed to record yesterday. Uh, that way I could throw it up on his birthday. And I... I waited way too long i wasn't even doing anything i was literally sitting on my couch and you're like what do you want to talk about i was like hey franny what should we talk about on his birthday she's like i don't know so i like sat on google and then i started googling facts i asked her to google facts for me and i stopped paying attention i was watching the office and then time got away from me so we're recording today so give me a quick since i didn't get to talk to you give me a rundown what'd you do yesterday how how was your day of birth three or four years after it happened (laughs) it was good um basically i finally broke down because i was trying not to order my classic or to open my classic nes because i was like my dad might get me one so i don't want to like have to work but i was like finally i was like you know what fuck it if my dad gets me one i'll just fucking just return that one it's fine so like i, pl- I spent a sizable chunk of the day playing my classic nes that was usually my gift to myself that i got from work on wednesday um played a little bit of arkham city a little bit of titanfall read some comics, uh, went to dinner with my family where I had convinced them to go. It's not really completely, it's not like Sushi X where it's like a completely a sushi place, but uh, Siam Thai in town where I was able to get sushi, which was nice. Cause I've never, like, I've never been able to Ooh. convince them to go there. <laughs> what kind of sushi did you get? Sushi is my all-time favorite food. Um, I got a crunchy roll and um, it was called like a TGIF roll. Where, I mean, I've been trying to find something remotely similar to uh, the X-Roll, which I've failed in every place except for Sushi X. Yeah, but we're never like, going to find that again. It has like three types of fish, and it's fried, and it's it's the biggest roll I've ever seen. The thing's diameter is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um... <laughs> Come on now. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, yes. <laughs> but yeah so like it was it's kind of similar to that it was like fish on the outside fish on the inside whatever um plus my brother had like a, a sushi appetizer that way we, we split before we started um and then went back to i guess now my family home because it was my grandparents house my grandparents are both no longer alive um where i got uh, a check from my mom which she told me in advance she was going to do because she's just like my debit card is in some sort of state of flux, so I'm just going to give you a check. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Uh, probably just going to put that towards my uh, Nintendo Switch in a couple weeks. Um, oh, hell yeah. I got from my dad a uh, Blackhawks jersey, 
which I had mentioned around Christmas. Apparently, he remembered. Um, Is it the right size? Do you look great in it? Oh yeah, you. I didn't I send you a picture. I thought I sent you a picture. Not of you wearing it, no. Oh okay, I can send that to you later. Yeah, um, man, I was tugging it to just Facebook images of you. I didn't get no fresh <laughs> ones. Um, yeah, it's double X and yeah, it's it's perfect. It's like it's baggy as hell. It's like I like things. Um, but yeah, I got that. I got the uh, Scott Snyder um, Swamp Thing. It's kind of an omnibus, but it's not an omnibus because it's only like eighteen issues plus like a couple of like. Um, the Animal Man tie-in issues. So I think all in all, it's like a little over 20 issues. Um, so they don't call it an omnibus, but it's it's basically an omnibus. It's really cool because like, I really... When I got... like The New 52, like, the main thing that like I will like point to, the whole reason the New 52 exists, like, is basically so Scott Snyder's epic Batman run could exist. But I was like... The first things I downloaded as soon as I got a Kindle were uh, as much of... Um, his Swamp Thing run that existed at the time and as much of um, Jeff Lemire's Animal Run as I could at the time because those are also fucking amazing. Like, I read little bits and pieces. Um, but yeah, I got that. I got uh, the Blu-ray uh, of Return of Living Dead 3, which is one of my favorites. It's basically like Romeo and Juliet with zombies. Um, I got uh, Bad Moon, which is one of my favorite werewolf movies. Where basically a dog is essentially the action hero of the piece. It's fantastic. Um, from my brother and my sister-in-law, I got this epic. They, I guess, had somebody make me a Batman blanket, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, plus my brother. Yeah, no shit. And then plus my uh, brother gave me uh, Blu-ray of the Blob that I've been trying to get for a hot minute. Because I don't even have it on DVD. I just love it. And, like, I don't own it anyway, so I finally have it. It makes me really happy because it's one of my favorite films. But, yeah. And then I uh, went to uh, Candy Ambulance, was having a party that night, where I didn't know it would be as much about my birthday as it turned out to be. <laughs> like, it was announced upstairs when she gave me the ice cream cake she made for me. And it was announced again downstairs during their set. I'm just like, oh, this is embarrassing. I appreciate this, but holy Christ, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I can't <laughs> handle public uh, not, uh, acknowledgement. Just put downplay, downplay. Well, it was also because Jesse uh, was encouraging everyone to blow me for my birthday. I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm, is weird. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's like that's the way you people. end your birthday. There's like two or three people in that room that'd be willing to have have that happen. And two of them have boyfriends, so I'm like, one of which I'm hey, friends man, with. It's a so birthday, okay? It's not cheating. Fair enough. I feel like it probably still is, but whatever makes you happy, buddy. Yeah, I mean, if it has anything to do with my family, then yes, it's cheating. But outside of my immediate, <laughs> you know, family and, and whatnot, it's totally fair game. Fair enough. But yeah, and then I came home at like, I think like 2.30, and then went to bed at like 3 and woke up at like 10 against my volition but i was like whatever and then basically took a shower laid in bed until you were like are you on skype and i'm like ah fuck all right i'll get up so yeah and that brings us to now (laughs) you should you could have just stayed right in bed you could have just been laying there with like holding the mic hovering over you while you just kept your head on the pillow just talking into it I mean, I could have done that, but I've been really tempted to be like, my name is Enzo Amore, and I am a <laughs> yeah, certified do G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. <laughs> and everyone would have been like, no, you're not. Don't say that. 
Uh, all right. So, super eventful ish. If that's what you're into, uh, I, I can't. Yeah, I was bitching at you about the. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before? I was bitching at you about the Nintendo. We were huffing uh, and puffing. Yeah, I got it. I think it was Wednesday. I think. Oh, was that long ago? Oh my god, think time so. flies, you know. It continued into Thursday, I think, but like, but yeah. We're getting old, Patrick. We're getting old. Things are just moving. <laughs> well, I've got a handful of uh, fun facts and trivia quizzes for you, and then I've also just got this. There's a sweet website called My Birthday Facts. Don't go to it. That's cheating. Okay. Where. Uh, it's just got a ton of stuff that happened on your birthday, a bunch of cool stuff. I mean, your birthday in general, but also the year in specific. Yeah. So, um, we could, would you rather just talk facts for a minute, or do you want to do the quiz first, get that out of the way? It's a general Whichever. knowledge quiz. It's not a true or false. Whichever you want, buddy. <laughs> All right, well, let's just do a quick general knowledge quiz, just funsies to see what you know. It won't be long. It's very quick. I didn't do that much because I got distracted by this website here. And, again... I was a year off, so a lot of it just got thrown out the window. So, uh, All right, so first things first. Which month out of the year has the most birthdays? When are the most babies born? Do some do some logical thinking here. I got, I got faith in you. Um, I mean, part of me wants to say September. There's a lot of people that, like, bang on New Year's Eve. Presumably the baby would be, like, born in September or August. Um... Sorry, if Logic- a lot of noise. I was moving my mic. <laughs> it did, but uh, I guess logically I would say that, but I haven't met many people in my life that have that, so I guess maybe, like, most people I've met is usually, like, in the, like, May-June area, so I guess probably that. Well, just pick one of the two. Just random. I mean, I guess also, uh, fuck. I mean, I also don't know if we'll build more in the fall. Probably Valentine's Day, babies. Fuck. Um... I'm going to go, I'm going to actually, fuck it, December. I'm going to go with December. (laughs) (laughs) Curveball. I mean, you're partially right. The most babies are conceived in December and born in August. It's about, or uh, August has the most birthdays. I have, I'm assuming, I didn't go too deep into it. I'm assuming it has something to do with the holidays. Christmas gets people's dicks hard, you know? And I think it just, it just, Gets, it's all about like family and the winter in the north is starting to get really heavy so you start cuddling up under blankets and then you know you do that thing where you're kind of spooning on the couch and all of a sudden you just start kind of moving your hips a little bit like eh, eh, and they're like no 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 and then you do it too much so you kind of get yourself going and that becomes immediately appar- apparent and they're like why are you poking me and you're like I'm not <laughs> it just kind of happened this is what it's like when you're spooning and then you know babies are born I mean, I am troubled by your life, but I mean, that's That's, that's never happened. I'm just saying that's never happened to you. I mean, t- granted, you are a much larger man, so the size comparison to the women, I guess, isn't as equal to, but still, it has to have happened at least once or twice. Oh, let's watch a movie, and you're like, okay, here, I'll just, oh, let's just lay on the couch, and then you put your arm around him like, oh, this ain't no foul play here, and then you cup their boobie, and you get real sensual, and then they're like, no, no, we're watching a movie, and you're like, trust me, we can pause it, but you don't pause it, you never pause it, you just miss, like, I don't know, 25 minutes of the movie, that's just gone. Wow, only twenty five minutes for you. That's that's sad. Um, that's 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 healthily above the average. I'm okay with it. 
Um, well, no, in my case, most of the time it's girls that initiate, but I mean, whatever. Like, that's uh, fine. I mean, okay. Fair enough. I mean, I have been married for four years together for <laughs> 10, so I've got to do some sort of work. Uh, all right. So, yes. Uh, just quick uh, little asterisk. Do you know about the percentage more? I'll just give no. you 1 through 10% more. Just okay. shoot a random one. Uh, eight. Yeah, close. Nine percent more in August, on average. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Which weird. I've never met anybody with is... an August birthday. <laughs> yeah, I I know my my older brother is in August, and like two of my nieces are in August, and I'm sure there's a ton more I'm not thinking of. But that's like off the top of my head, I don't know a lot of August birthdays either. Yeah. Megan Stokes. She was. She's the day before my brother. That's all I got. I'm tapped out. Um. All right. I. Roughly how many? Because this is this is a statistic that you, they do lots of like overall studies to see the average amount of dreams someone has at night and how many nights they actually dream. It's like one of those. Roughly how many dreams do you have in one calendar year from birthday to birthday? I mean, presumably like in the 300 range. <laughs> It, it, I mean, yeah, that makes sense, like one a night, right? Yeah. It's uh, roughly 1,460 dreams. It's like four dreams a night, a little more than four dreams a night, which you obviously don't have, but uh, a couple of the ways they did it is obviously like first-hand accounts. Hey, did you have any dreams last night? They're like, yes, I had this. Oh, and also this happened. Like, a dream isn't necessarily one continuous motion. Every time you remember like another big event, they consider that another dream. Um, but then they also did it with they've hooked people's brains up, let them go to sleep, and every time it spikes, every time there's a big surge in brain activity, they assume that means dreaming. Person wakes up, did you have any dreams? Yeah, I had this happen. And then if it kind of matches up, that's how many. So 1,460 dreams. That's a hell of a lot of dreams. I feel like I honestly don't dream anymore. Um, I mean, I don't generally either A, sleep, or B, sleep deep enough to dream. But, I mean, I do occasionally. I, I, it's not, I don't have that issue. I mean, I sleep plenty. I actually sleep way more than most people. I just love it. It's, it's like the sweetest release. It's like so close to death, but I'm not there yet, you know, without the commitment. It's death without the commitment. So I really enjoy it, but I would love to sleep. I, I, feel I like, like sleep fine. <laughs> I feel like it's just blackness every time I go to bed. Boom, gone. No, yeah. All right. Uh, on the same note, and this one I honestly don't think you'll get, but it's fun to ask. How many seconds are there from birthday to birthday, calendar year? Uh, five million? I don't know. Oh, I mean, you went into the millions. I'm proud of you for that. 31,536,000 seconds. That's a lot of seconds. I remember seeing this thing uh, showing the difference between a million and a billion, which makes you hate billionaires. Uh, it was like, <laughs> it was like, it was like a million seconds is 11 days and a billion seconds is 30 years. It was something like that. I know it was it was roughly that. And I was like, oh my God. But yeah, 31 million seconds. Uh, next question. On the exact flip of which has the most birthdays, which month has the least amount of birthdays? Uh, April, no, March. Uh, you're very close. It's February. Now really? I don't know if that has something to do with the fact that it has so many less days, or what would what would going back how many when is that when's conception for that? 
February, January, December, November, October, September, August, July, June, May. Oh, that's May. That means people aren't por- porking it in May. Well, that's weird. That's when my birthday is, and I'm just saying, that's a good month for me. I, I, I abuse my birthday. No, no, my <laughs> birthday's right, and it's... My birthday's right on the 15th. It's dead center of the month, too. So leading up to it and immediately after it, I'm like, no, 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 it's my birthday. Uh, it doesn't work as good as I thought it would in the past. Anyways, what was I doing? Oh, right here. <laughs> <laughs> Roughly how This is a two-part question. And again, this is just general, general answer. Roughly, how many birthday cards are sent every year and... Well, I'll, 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 I won't ask you in two parts. First, that part, then. Oh, how many birthday cards? Um, <laughs> yeah, how many birthday cards are sent through, you know... Well, I thought, you were, I thought there would be a, like a separate question. I didn't know. Yeah, I was waiting no, for the no, other I'm part. Sorry. I pulled that um, out. We did a little switcherooski on you. Um, like, 200 million? I don't know. Oh man, you usually you overshoot everything and this today you've been undershooting it. Two billion birthday cards. Holy Christ. <laughs> yes, which leads into my next question. What percent of all greeting cards and all those kind of cards does birthday cards account for? I would assume like sixty five to seventy percent. You were really close with your first one. Fifty eight percent. About sixty percent of all cards purchased slash sent slash whatever are birthday cards. Hot damn, which makes sense. Was... I mean, you don't you don't really buy cards for. I mean, yes, like uh, uh, wedding and that that's it. What else? Again, anniversary. Oh, anniversary. Okay, anniversary makes sense. I've seen cards for like the weirdest stuff at Hallmark and whatnot. And I don't. Why would you buy death cards? Well, that's like, fair. But I mean, also like I mean Father's Day, Mother's Day. Oh, true, 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 true. I didn't think of that, eh, but that's only twice a year. Whatever. Well, and Christmas and holiday cards, I guess, but they don't lump them all together. Regardless, even if they did lump them all together, birthday cards still takes up almost 60%. All right, last question in the little fun... No, you know what? I'll ask two more after this. Do you know... This isn't a, 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 like, give me a direct number. Do you know how the birthday cake came about? Like, do you know where that tradition started? I do not. All right, freestyle for me. Give me, give me a creative response. Where'd it come from? Uh, probably the pagans doing something weird because that's what they did, and then the Christians <laughs> adopted it. Dirty pagans. I mean, I have friends who are pagans. Uh, like, I respect paganism, but it's just like when you like look back at like the original pagans and just like, well, that's terrifying. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do an entire episode on religion without bashing on them too hard. It'll be funny. Um, no, it came from... It's really hard to do a thing about religion without just ripping into modern-day Christians. So that's where we'll try to stay away from. I mean, we'll do plenty of ripping into them a little bit, but not, like, the whole episode. Anyways, uh, birthday cakes came from, originated in, started with the ancient Greeks. Uh, they would make real nice round-shaped cakes with candles in them and all that, and they would offer them up to one of their gods, Artemis, the moon goddess, satisfier just like every freaking you know i mean we don't still like stab people and rip their hearts out as a sacrifice but a lot of traditions came as a way to 
appeasing a one god or another, and that's where the birthday cake came from with the Greeks. Fair enough. Crazy ass Greeks. All right. Oh yeah, that's the page that has all the 1984 stuff. I can close my notebook now. Now I'm just going <laughs> off two last questions, and I would. I'm just curious if you if you know these ones, and they'll lead into just talking about shiz that happened in 1983 well february 18th 1983 to be specific do you know what the number one movie was on your birthday uh i do not actually um i mean i know star wars came out in 83 but i feel like it was in the summer so i don't know it it was and i've never seen this movie tootsie oh yes that is yes i actually have heard that before yeah number one birth number one movie on your birthday uh, and for that matter, just the last question, then I just kind of want to talk about some of this stuff. Do you know what the number one song was in 19... This is just in 1983. This isn't on your birthday. I have no idea. Oh, it's a hot one. It's very stalkerish. Does that give you a clue? It's a very rapey is song. It, is it The Police? Is it Every Breath You it, Take? It is Every Breath You Take by The Police. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You're bound to get something right today. Uh... And then, which I'm blown away that that was the number one song, because the number two song is freaking Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. Although the police were pretty monstrous big at that point, and Michael Jackson was, like, hitting the peak, because Billie Jean was on Thriller, right? So he was... No, I think it was before Thriller, wasn't it? Uh, Only one way to find out. Okay, yeah, you check it. Um, So, yes, that was that. But I pulled up the list of the top 40 pop songs, and there's some hot tracks on this list as everyone knows the 80s are just is the best decade for music regardless of what pat might say i know dude every hardcore band i love was in the 80s so i'm all about that shit. oh okay well you know that's not what i'm talking about so that's <laughs> number one every breath you say two billy jean three flash dance what a feeling what a feeling da, 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 da. i don't know the words after that i just like that part Number four, Down Under by Men of Work. Hell yeah. Men at work, but yes. What did I say? Men of Work. Oh, that's what I meant. Um, Number five, Beat It by Michael Jackson. Another hot one. Number six, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Man Eater by Hall & Oates. Maniac. Sweet Dreams by The Earth. These are just... Oh, number 11, Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? This is like my favorite music list ever right now. I mean, I'm very excited for you. Oh, man, I wish I was... Bo- well, that wouldn't have done me any good. I wouldn't have been listening to the music at the time, I guess. Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant? Hot dog. Oh, uh, yeah, I checked. It, it was on Thriller. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, so maybe that's what... Michael Jackson, Thriller is really what took him... He was always a superstar, but Thriller was the uh, you know best-selling record of all time. That's what made him the king for the rest of eternity. So I'll give police the fact that they had a slight jump. Because Thriller's not even on this list. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, apparently Thriller was released in 82. So, I mean, presumably they were releasing uh, singles basically over the course of, like, from 82, probably, like, 84. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mickey by Tony Bet. Oh, the safety dance. S-S-S-S-S-A-A-A-F-F-F-F-E. I love safety dance. Oh, and I love when they reference it in Scrubs. All right, so that's mu- that's music. There's a lot of really good ones. De Commissar by After the Fire. Don't go around. Oh, oh, oh. Mr. Roboto, great. Oh my God, I'm gonna find a way to get this playlist on Spotify, and I'll just I'll just jam it. All right, Moon Patrick, do you know the moon you were born under? 
Uh, no, I have no idea. Waxing crescent moon means Fair. absolutely nothing because I don't believe in that kind of nonsense. But if I did, <laughs> your sign is obviously Aquarius. Uh, yes. Most compatible with Libra and Sagittarius? Do you know any? I don't. I don't know these other than my own, so I have no clue. I have no idea, honestly. But you should try to avoid Taurus? Man, we're just not meant to be, Patrick, but we defy all odds. Indeed. We overcome. Uh, do you know what year you were born in the Chinese astrology? That I'm pretty sure it's like, is it the year of the dog or the year of the pig? It is the year of the pig. Okay. Uh, it's a yin animal, part of the fourth trine. Fourth trine consists of rabbit, goat, pig. It's a whole bunch of fun stuff. But their best match is a goat, which is what this guy is. So our Chinese astrology is on point. <laughs> I mean, and I don't want to believe in that... astrology, but fair enough. But if we did, it would be that one. Fair enough. Uh, and your birth month animal, which I don't know where this comes from, it doesn't really say, is a tiger. So that's cool. It's huh. a favorite animal, so that works. That's why. Obviously, it all comes around full circle. Uh... Your tarot card, they've even got these. Your personality card is also your soul card, and you got the the Hierophant, H-I-E-R-O-P-H-A-N-T. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, I don't know how to pronounce it. It represents a figure to be respected, such as a teacher or a spiritual guide, which is not you at all. You're not that's, a teacher that's... or a spiritual guide. You're I'm both of those of... things. You are neither of those things, sir. He may challenge and test your faith in your belief system. He helps shape who you are, sometimes quite forcefully. That's that's rapey. But it is always with good intent. You can't make a bad thing a positive. To be a positive guiding force. His experience, education, and maturity are something to be looked up to. But beware of his mischievous side. So temper your dogmatic approach to life. Have faith, but look below the... I, this is what I hate about tarot cards and astrology it's like you definitely get this but wait also you're very gentle but you're aggressive and you're a nice guy but you can be a dick i'm really covering all my bases here just with different words each time that's such horseshit but either way your shadow teacher card is temperance it's about moderation patrick something you don't know much of what the fuck does that mean you have no self-control good sir i have fucking i have basically like batman levels of self-control sir when it comes to violence, maybe. Wait, what, what way are you referring to exactly? Your insatiable desire when it comes to food and friendship. Not really food Those that two much. things I go hand in hand. I eat like one or two meals a day, so I don't know that food yeah, is necessarily... Which, oh, you're a glutton. I've seen you get down and dirty. Well, I only, eat like one or, I only eat like one or two meals a day, so I mean, I eat... <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Do you know? This isn't about a, a, attacking you, Patrick. It's your birthday, okay? Jeez. It's your, come on. Well, yesterday was your birthday. I can be as much of a dick as I want. Yesterday I was a sweetheart with the few words we said to each other. What, uh, do you know which movie? Every, so I'm starting to realize at the Oscars, there's no such thing as there not being a sweep. Because I went through 84, I went through this, so I started clicking through through the years, and Every year, there's just one and two two movies that just take everything. That's not true. Like, the year that Crash uh, beat Brokeback Mountain, nobody expected it because they didn't win anything else. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Well, the reason why I'm saying that is, do you know which two movies... I'm The 
Best Picture is the one that won all the big ones, but there was another movie that took like four or three other awards. Which movie held the most awards at the Oscars that year? The Academy Awards? I don't currently. I think I used to, but I don't currently know. Terms of Endearment freaking sweeped it. They got Best Picture. They got Best Actress. Not Actor. They got Best Actress. They got Best Director, and they got Best Adapted Screenplay. They didn't get Best Supporting Actor or Best Actor for Nicholson in that? Nope. They, the best actor is the other movie that has like the, all the rest of the awards is uh, Tender Mercies, which I've never heard of. I've heard the name, but I've never seen it. <laughs> I'm going to Google it really quick just to get a little feel for what kind of nonsense was winning at the awards that year. Tender What's Mercies it? with Robert Duvall. Oh. What did I mean, he it's... win the best actor? Yeah, he did. I mean, he's a great actor, but that's, that's the thing, though, is like when you look at the Oscars and you look at like the movies that were like regarded as the best ever, usually those movies didn't win Oscars. Like fucking yeah, like, true. so it's like what the hell? I mean, it's 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 all like it's all bullshit anyway. That's why like there's one year that I didn't even watch because literally I didn't care about any movies that were nominated because I was just like I think it was the year that uh King Speech won, and I was no because because that was the year I cared about Social Network. I think but it was whatever year that like. Oh, yeah, it was the year I think The Artist won. I was like, I literally care about none of these films. Like, you didn't even nominate Drive, so I don't fucking care. This is I have no dog in this fight, so fuck this shit. Whoa, on your birth... Sorry, I got distracted by looking at events that happened on your birthday. February 18th, 1865, during the American Civil War, Union forces under Major General William T. Sherman set the South Carolina State House on fire during the burning of Columbia. They burned that mother to the ground, son. <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, glad to hear that. Huck, Huck Finn was published on your birthday in 1885. Hmm. That's uh, pretty awesome. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. A lot of plain stuff happened on your birthday, I guess. Elm Farm Ollie becomes the first cow to fly in a fixed-winged aircraft and also the first cow to be milked in an aircraft. Super important things that happened in 1930. <laughs> so important they had to write it down and you know someone took that information and put it on a website um a couple things in world war ii happened i guess in 1942 the imperial japanese army begins the systematic extermination of perceived hostile elements among the chinese in singapore they killed a bunch of chinese people um the Nazis arrest the members of the White Rose Movement. I've never heard of the White Ro- Rose Movement. My education was lacking. Um, oh, this is a good one. The first church of Scientology is established in Los Angeles. Oh, dear God. Why is that a good one? Oh, that's, a good, that's an important piece of history, Patrick. We have to accept the crazies as one of us so that we that's can sick. understand. Okay, that's the thing about Scientology I think is really annoying that people, like, do, where it's like, okay, is their religion kind of insane? Yes. But literally yes, all insane. major religions are fucking insane. Like, if you I'm look at, like, that point. if you look at Christianity, what they believe is that God sent down his only son, who was also God, to come down and die for our sins so he can back, go back to heaven, where he already was, because he's fucking God. Like, it's the dumbest fucking thing in the world, but that's completely normal, whereas Scientologists are batshit crazy. I'm like, in fairness... 
<laughs> it's that's all not even the craziest part of Christianity. I am not religious in any way. Scientology's batshit. So is Mormons. The Mormons are nuts. They make no the Mormons, sense to me. I mean, that's basically an offshoot of Christianity, but yeah. But to Isn't me, everything it, basically an offshoot of Christianity at this point, besides obviously the big ones. Besides obviously the big ones. Fair. I mean, I guess, yeah, not Islam or Judaism, but I mean, sure. Well, Christianity is an offshoot of Judaism. That's fair. Um, so, oh, so redacted. Isn't everything basically just an offshoot of Judaism? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, still not Islam, but all right. Yes, besides that. Um, I, I, I just can't, I want to believe, we'll do, on our religion one, we'll talk more about that, but I want to, like, growing up, because my family's super religious, I always wanted to believe really bad. And then as I learned of other religions, I was always like, I want to believe in that. Like, the Greeks and the Romans and the Vikings and the Egyptians. And there's all these beautiful histories. There's, like, wonderful sort of cultures based around these religions. And I just, my, for whatever reason, my brain's just like, yeah, just don't worry about it, man. It doesn't make any sense to you. Don't even try. Whatever. Um, oh, in ni- February 18th, 1983, literally on your birthday, 13 people die and one is seriously injured in the Wami Massacre in Seattle. It is the largest robbery-motivated mass murder in U.S. history. Proud of yourself, well, Patrick? You really happy that's the day you came around on, huh? How the hell is that my fault? <laughs> <laughs> it's one. Just, hey, it's butterfly effect, okay? If you weren't born, we could have avoided all of that. Do we know that for sure? Or uh, do I think that's accurate? Well, I mean, I guess, can we know anything for sure? Yes, some things we can know for sure, but not that. Uh, oh, man, sad. I remembered when this happened, actually. February 18th, 2001, Dale Earnhardt died at the Daytona 500. My uncle was a big NASCAR fan, and uh, my my older brother i don't remember we all had our favorite nascar drivers even though we didn't watch it it was just one of those things where you know your aunt and uncle and your grandparents are all like hey who's your favorite sports team and you're just like uh you look at the tv and that's who it is because that's the one you see um anyways dale earnhardt was uh my brother's favorite uh nascar driver and that was a bummer that was a big boner jam 2001 (laughs) um same day actually february 18th is the same day I believe I lost my cousin Teddy, but it was, I don't remember what year that was, so irrelevant. Uh, whoa, Belgium got robbed hard in 2013. I didn't read about this. I was following news at this point. February 18, 2013, armed robbers steal a haul of diamonds worth 50 mil at the Brussels airport in Belgium. Whew, <laughs> looted them. They looted them for everything they got. $50 million in diamonds? Oh, man. I was listening to an education. They talked about diamonds, and so I went online and looked up more about it. It's disgusting. I don't don't understand how stuff so incredibly, like, corrupt is just common in everyday life. It's just, like, the way diamonds pricing is set is basically what I'm talking about. Because diamonds, incredibly abundant on Earth. Not rare in the slightest. Not even a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it came from, like, a diamond seller. I can't remember which one. Maybe Zales, where they were, like, uh, they came up with the idea of basically saying that you should be spending, like, um, it was, like, a month's salary, a three-month salary, whatever it is, on a diamond engagement ring. Three-month salary is the yeah. saying. And then that became, like, basically just, like, it's like everybody's like, well, I guess that's legit. It seems legit. I mean, Zales told me they wouldn't lie to me. 
So it's like, <laughs> it became a thing. But like, yeah, no, it's not really. It really shouldn't be. No, not even a little bit. All right, so we talked about this just a touch before we jumped right into recording. Famous birthdays from people who were born on the same day. And I'm going through, there's a lot of obviously really old ones. Like Qin Shi Huang, a Chinese emperor, 259 BC. Although this isn't up to date. Did you know they changed BC and AD? I did not know that. Yeah, before it was uh, before Christ and AD was something Latin word. After death, uh, I think. Well, yeah, but it. it oh no! It's it yeah, anadomini, anadomini. Yeah. Yeah, and they changed that now to be more inclusive of you know just human history, and now it's uh, BCE, which stands for Before Common Era, and CE Common Era. So there, you get your shit together, freaking mybirthdayfacts.com. Uh, anyways, a uh, bunch of monks, bunch of English historians, no names I recognize. Let's get to the 1900s. Maybe it'll make more sense. Uh, doo 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 doo. So you're saying that the Chinese emperor made sense to you? Because you're beautiful. Everything that we do. I'm sorry, I was getting into it right there. Um, yeah, Chinese effort made total sense to me. Don't judge me. Tell me how to live my life. You were right. John Travolta. He was Yeah, I was pretty sure. Yeah, I was pretty sure that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a couple other ones, but this one just, I you said it and I thought of it. 1954, so that was a minute ago. But also, Yoko Ono, 1933, February 18th. Wow, she's that old? I had no idea. <sighs> yeah, that makes her, what, 80-something now? 84? Yeah. Wow, that's that's damn. That's old. Uh, well, how what, John Lennon wasn't that old? How much no. she was what twenty years older than John Lennon then? Um, probably at least ten, fifteen. Let's Google it. Let's do some <laughs> internet research. Uh, John. Oh, wow. No, he was pretty old. He was born in nineteen forty, so she was only. Seven well, that's years still older like okay, fine. That's like ten years. So yeah. Yeah, I I thought he wasn't. I thought he was like a teenager when uh when it came. When the Beatles got super popular, but no, he was he was like twenty, twenty four. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They they already been a band before they blew up. They've been a band for at least like a handful of years. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Him and Yoko Ono were together for eleven years. Shouts out! To, oh wow, he didn't waste no time. He he was married to his other wife Cynthia Lennon from nineteen sixty two to nineteen sixty eight, and then nineteen sixty nine married Yoko Ono. Oh, he was probably sleezing around, sleazy John Lennon. All right. Anyways, enough about John Lennon. He gets no more talk time. Um, let's see. Sybil Shepherd. Yeah, I knew about Sybil Shepherd. Yeah. I know her name, but I can't picture her. And John Hughes. John Hughes was the same day. That's amazing. Because actually, I actually said last night. Um, I was like, I can't remember what director came up, but I was like, honestly, if anybody directed my life, it was probably be John Hughes. And there's a lot of angst. There's a lot of angst. <laughs> And that, what what has he done? What am I? I can I know the name. I hate you so much right now. We've discussed. I, this. I know. Is he Breakfast Club? He's the Breakfast Club guy. That's right. Breakfast Club, Ferris oh, Bueller, Weird are... Science. Yeah. I've never seen Ferris Bueller, so. Sixteen I've never candles. Seen Weird Science, so I've never seen Sixteen Candles, so I've never even seen Breakfast Club, so. That's so depressing. Uh, I don't watch stuff. Uh, let's see any other big names before I get all the way to the bottom. Matt Michael Jones. J. Fox. No. I haven't seen Michael J. Fox on here. I don't I'm doubt it. But... 
if I it, this list has been a little sketchy, so I'm hoping this is all true. If, if what I'm saying is not true, no, nobody's going to double check. That so. all sounds familiar. Like it, it, I, I think that's all legit. Nope, Michael Fox was born June 9th, dude. I swear to God, I thought he was born on February 18th. All right, fair enough. No. Uh, Matt Dillon. Oh, this was the one that made me get all saucy. Dr. Dre, yeah. February 18th. 1965, same same age as my father. Fair enough. Oh, you know what makes more sense than John Hughes being born on the same day? Molly Ringwald being born on the same day. 1968. That is pretty cool. Oh, I think I'm all out of fun names. There's plenty of people, like a lot of uh, athletes, which is why I would never know them, because they only had to be an athlete for like a day, and all of a sudden they make random lists. Um, Regina Spector in 1980. She's actually really good. I like her music. I doubt you know it. To be I fair. do know. What the hell is that even? Okay, okay. <laughs> it's the. It's not your music at all. So that's why. You I have but, a wide fucking array of things I like, Kevin. Uh, well, that's debatable. You were born on the same day as Le'Veon Bell, running back for the uh, Steelers right now. He's one of the best players in the league, but he's kind of a tool. Gets suspended <laughs> all the time for a lot of stuff. Uh, and last list, because I'm surprised we've, you, we haven't even really been discussing. It's just been me reading facts, which is my favorite thing to do in the world. So deal with it. The bestsellers list for 1983. Do you know which books were hot? Which books were hot and, and making all the pages? Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Obviously. No. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. I bet you the Bible. King books. No. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm sure it would be if that was counted on here, but no. Uh, two Stephen King books made it. Pest Cemetery and Christine. That Neat. makes sense. And I only recognize one other book, and it's not even a book. I recognize the movie. Can you guess which book in 1983, you already touched on it, was number one bestseller? I do not know. I mean, if I didn't, if it's not one of the Stephen King books, what did I touch on? <laughs> Return uh... of the Jedi. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't. That was a movie well before it was a book, but I guess they made the. They just were like, "Oh, movie's coming out quick! Release the book." Do they do that for like all movies? Is there book versions? They used of... to. Uh, I don't know if they do it as much now. They like print media is dead, but like or dying. It really is. But um, but yeah, they used to. I remember back in the day. Sometimes they were actually like they give you way more information because you have like people like Peter David and stuff writing the adaptations. Who's like one of the greatest comic book writers of all time and like to end up with like stuff that's not in the movie at all it's not even in the script but like they just kind of added it in there and like wow that ma- that's awesome that makes total sense i'm but that's why whenever people say you know the book was so much better oh the book was so much better yes it is true but that doesn't take away from the movie you're just watching one person's interpretation so with that being said I prefer to watch the movie first. Like, if it's a book I've never read, and they're like, oh, they're coming out with a movie about it. I'm like, okay, I'll see the movie, and if I like it enough, I'll read the book. Because then, A, you enjoyed the movie. Cool. Good for you. B, the book just takes all these other, like, super amazing plot points and character details and just keeps shoving them in. It, It kind of expands the story for you. So you get to get your mind blown twice. Well, yeah, it's my thing, too, is, like, because, um... Most of the time, if like a movie, if a movie's coming out that's based on a book, and I haven't read the book, usually I will just, if I'm, I'm interested. Usually, I will watch the movie first, um, just to like, because there's never been a time that I've read 
a book and seen the movie and not been in some way disappointed. So it's like, I'd rather not have that experience if I can help it. Like, if I really like the movie, then I'll read the book. But like, yeah, it, just, it was like Harry funny. Potter. I didn't read Harry Potter books until well after the movies were out. And I was like, oh my God, these books are amazing. They're so much better. And then I went back and rewatched the movies and I was like, these are exactly what I remember. And they're still awesome. Like it didn't take away from either experience at all. Yeah, I mean, the first movie is almost unwatchable, but that's fine. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But I did. I read The Exorcist, and that book, to, that movie will always be one of the scariest movies to me. Like, there's like a handful of movies that really push my buttons, and that's one of them. But the book, I couldn't sleep at night. Literally couldn't go to bed. We, we had... So, you know where my bathroom is in the room where I'm at right now, Patrick? You know, right yes. behind me? Right yes. there? Yes. In the apartment we were in when I was reading that book... It was the same distance, but a, in, like you walked out the door of my bedroom and there was a long hallway that went to the living room and the kitchen and all that. Immediate left was the bathroom. You didn't even, one step and you could have pivoted right into the bathroom. Couldn't do it on my own. Franny had to come uh, <laughs> supervise the hallway to make sure something wasn't going to come get me. I, oh my God, that book is terrifying. But good. I think the only book that I remember scaring me in like the last, like in my adult life, is um, I read um, Joe Hill's book, uh, Heart Shaped Box, and it legitimately scared the shit of me. That's why I'm like, they talk about making a movie out of it, and I'm just like, I don't want you to, because I, and I, I, I don't really mean this as an insult, but like they made a movie out of his book, Horns, and granted oh, it's I not like near, Horns, but I haven't it's read fine, the book. but it's like, it's not nearly what the book was. And I mean, the book isn't even is my favorite. Is that Stephen King's son? Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I'm just like, if you do Art Shape Box wrong, it's gonna be really depressing for me. So I'm like, I'd rather you just didn't do it. That'll that'll work out for me. I didn't know Horns was a book. I kind of want to read that now. I like that yeah. movie. Um, all of Joe Hill stuff is really good. I haven't finished The Fireman yet. I started it, and then I started doing my Spider-Man project with Kevin, and I haven't returned to it. But um, his book, like Nosferatu, is really good. Art Shape Box is really good. Like I really like his work. Oh, I'll, I'll check it out. I'm I'm almost done with. Well, no, I wouldn't say almost done, but the book's not long. I'm almost done with American Gods, and then I'll before I pick up a second book, I'll probably finish the Bill Bryson short history of nearly everything because it's a, it's a fun one to read in between because it's like I said, just science facts, so it gets like overwhelming. So that's why it's nice to have two things going at once. It's like okay, I want to like learn for fifteen minutes. Okay, now I want to be titillated for fifteen minutes, and you can kind of <laughs> like jump back and forth. Uh so I'll probably finish that, and then I'll—I've already got a whole list of books like I've never read. Um, there's a lot of Chuck Palahniuk books I want to read, uh, like Slaughterhouse Five and whatnot. Uh, I want to read Fight Club because I—I would like to get that out of my way. I want to read Dune. That's on like the top list of greatest sci-fi books of all time, and I really want to read that. Which I heard the movie's not even close to the same as the book, but I've never seen it's not, it already. Yeah. Um, but they're remaking it yes, with they are. Uh, Ryan Gosling, right? Uh, I don't know if Gosling's doing it, but the director who did uh, the new Blade Runner that Gosling is in is doing it, so it wouldn't surprise me. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Blade Runner, yes. Well, it would be cool if Gosling was in it. He's a hunk of source. Um, <laughs> what he is, are you trying to deny that right now? Um, what was I saying? Oh, list of books. I really want to... I really want... I, he just... He distracts me. I was me. thinking That's about Ryan Gosling you know? slapping me across the face with his cock. <laughs> <laughs> just 
just gently placing, okay? There's no... I am not a rough man. Uh, uh, no, I was thinking of books. I really want to read Clockwork Orange, which I've tried one time, and it was so freaking Britishy that I couldn't handle it's it, so I want to try again. Dude. It's in a different language. It's NADSA. It's not even a real language. It's so... I know. Far- I want... I want to read that though, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get around to that. And then there's a just a smattering of other random books, but those are the big ones I want to get through before I get too gung ho about new stuff because I'm having trouble. Because I'm also reading. Sorry, I'm technically reading three books now because I finished Kevin Smith's Daredevil, and now uh, I started up downstairs as on the couch, um, The Dark Knight Returns. I, for the first time, obviously, I've never read it, and I have this thing right now where I'm kind of falling out of love with Batman. I think he's kind of a little bitch, so I wonder. I want to read the greatest Batman story of all time, or second greatest Batman story of all time, and and then after this, I have a couple really good ones. I have that one. I have Year One. I have a Death of the Family, Death in the Family. I have uh, well, actually, I have both. Um, and I have one other Batman story I don't remember. So I want to read those and see how I feel when I'm done reading Batman. Fair enough. I mean, I will always love Batman. So, like, I mean, and I Scott Snyder's has been amazing. A... Scott Snyder's, well, yeah, because I read uh, Death of the Family and Endgame, and I loved them both. So, I want to read the stuff, like Court of Owls and Zero Year. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah I want to read that as well. There was, what, two other ones, right? There's two other big ones. Oh, there's, like, I mean, there's, it, he went on for, I mean, I think there's all in all, like, eight or nine trades. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I want to read all those and, and do that. But I'm also. On the exact opposite scale, I'm completely in love with Daredevil right now. So I, I want to read. I have Frank Miller's Born Again, and I have, I I have like half of uh, Bendis's run, and I don't know if it's the first half or second half. So I want to read that, and I've got Daredevil Yellow. I want to read that, and oh man, I got a lot going on right now. And I'm recording these two podcasts, and I work slightly, but not really at all, and. Franny likes to see me every now and again, and I'm rewatching my way through the office. And oh, there's so oh, I just love the. Uh, to be fair, that will always be on my to do list. I am never not watching the office, so I guess I can't really count that anymore. That's just like it's like breathing and eating. The office is on in my living room. That's kind of just part of it. <laughs> oh well. I mean, all right, Patrick. I like. I mean, I don't know. I love Batman and Daredevil. I mean, not equally because Batman's my favorite, but I mean, Daredevil's like my third favorite. So I mean, I definitely have a lot of love for Daredevil. So I mean, I'm not gonna like. Yeah. I definitely say reading both is good, but I mean, whatever makes you happy. He's a he's a comfortable number one for me, without a doubt. I mean, it used to be varied. Uh, the Flash, when I was younger, was my favorite superhero, and I still really like him. Um, I never. Oh, Spider Man used to be my favorite, also, um, and. Fall, I, I, it's not that I don't like Spider-Man anymore It's just that I don't know anything about the character So I need to read more Whereas Daredevil I'm at least getting a basis Oh man I just love Daredevil so much And Lobo obviously one of my favorites I know absolutely Lobo. nothing about him But I love the way he looks That's really That's horrible <laughs> But okay What? Why is that horrible? I mean the first thing you do when you're researching characters you see an image of them wow that guy looks badass i'm gonna find out more that's what it takes man that's good art that's good art right there i mean whatever makes you happy like i'm not gonna tell you yeah i mean whatever (laughs) well a lot of things make me happy would you like to we don't have to at all because this is an oft you know not usual episode that i'm gonna probably release immediately after i'm done with this 
Do you want me to do the the list that we have, uh, one or two or three of them, or do you want to just round it out and save them for our normal Fridays? It's up to you, dude. If you want to do them, I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm gonna save the who's who. We're gonna we're gonna skip on the who's who, but we will do a few who would win in a fight because I have a lot of superhero ones I want to get through in order to open up the more fun ones, kind of like what we did last time. Oh, I never cra- scratched off the Winnie the Pooh versus Little Bear. Oh, heads up, we do Winnie the Pooh versus Little Bear, so that's on Friday. Just stick around, but we're gonna skip that one. Um, no, no, oh, yeah. would... wait, 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 wait. First, do at least one of the who's who to keep it like because if you're gonna do the same thing, then just keep that. Do the same thing. What? If you're gonna do like at least if you're gonna do segments, at least do at least one who's who, so it keeps consistency, sir. <sighs> but that's the point of these specials. Is they're specials. But all right, yes, fine. you're already doing stuff that's outside of the realm of specials. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll do one and just quick, quick and sleazy, and get it out the way. Who's who? Oh, but there's so many good ones. Um, you brought. Uh, just uh, who's who? Doug and Skeeter. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I guess I'm Skeeter. Doug Bunny. I know who you mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm so happy. I'll be Doug. I, I honestly don't know. Neither of us are Doug. We're both Skeeter. Is we're Skeeter and Skeeter? Okay. Yeah, it's probably accurate. Actually, yes. Because Doug is so vanilla. He's so like, hey guys. How's it going? Oh, I'm a little nervous to say hi to that girl, and I guess I'll just continue on. What are you doing, Skeeter? And Skeeter's the dynamic personality who actually has something to say every episode. Yeah, we're two Skeeters right now. (laughs) Uh, It's like my favorite song growing up. There's a Skeeter on my Peter, whack it off. There's a Skeeter on my Peter, whack it off. There's a dozen on my cousin, you can hear those suckers buzzing. There's a Skeeter on my Peter, whack it off. (laughs) <laughs> wow <laughs> I don't even remember where I learned that have no idea but I absolutely love it uh, anyways let's do now we're going to do a couple a handful of who would win in a fight mostly because I'm curious and because I, like I said I want to get rid of these superhero ones because those are the easiest they're the most fun there's what started the whole thing anyway so like I have like 30 superhero ones and then like five or five to ten like silly either movie characters or real life or whatever who would win in a fight this one's super not easy but it's just like a given that i would do it vision versus martian manhunter um oh that's difficult um aren't they virtually like the same powers yes strength phasing through stuff can martian manhunter shoot laser beams uh, he has like, I mean, he has like, I mean, it depends on who does it, but yeah, he's like a heat vision type thing. So yeah. Heat vision versus visions, like just like rays, like they're just like, I, I don't know. They're, they're well, I mean, beams. Manhunter's is kind of nebulous, but yeah, he does have stuff that comes out of his eyes. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I would, my knee jerk was to say Martian Manhunter, but that would be like a really. Also, I don't even know if they would even even fight, just by virtue of the fact they're both so fucking logical. That hey, like... we've been through this. That's not what it's about. Okay, this isn't about whether or not it could happen because none of this is going to happen. I mean, it has. They did Marvel vs. DC back in the day, so I mean, it's not like it's never going to happen. I mean, it's entirely possible it could happen. 
True. And maybe with when we get famous in the entertainment world and we start writing comic books for major labels, we can do kind of fun. No, at this point, we will never see stuff like that again. Because uh, I was listening to a Kevin Smith podcast where he was talking about him being able to write Daredevil. And he was like, this was at a time when Marvel had no money no fans, no interest in new stuff. And I just walked over and said, hey, do you think I could write for Daredevil? And they're like, here, take character, any rights you want. Use any other characters you're interested in. And he goes on about how that will never, ever happen again in in the major DC and Marvel comics. You'll never see that kind of stuff. There will only be super qualified, super well-known people or like some sort of connection where they're super trustworthy in one man and they get to start with a little bit and we'll give you a little bit more as you prove yourself like what happened in the 90s slash early 2000s is never going to be seen again wait which which do you know which episode that was like what i would download that uh it was uh nope i can find it though i'll google it later and text you okay um but yeah like I don't know. I mean, it, to answer your question, I mean, I definitely feel like you're probably Marshall Hunter, but I mean, that would definitely be something where I'm like, if they're fighting, be like, I don't understand. Like, why would two men that are that logical be fighting? It doesn't make any fucking sense. All right. All right. So then let's spin this one then to, to make it a little more fun, because this is going to happen a lot. We've had it happen in the past with certain characters where I was like, who would win a fight? Beast or the thing? And you're like, Beast is a genius. He would just choose not to, yada, yada. Who would win the fight? Uh, this this scenario is you're writing the story, and I want to know your outcome. So would you write it without them fighting? Would you write them like punching each other once and then being like, "Wait, who told me to do this?" What would your story on Martian Manhunter Vision be? I mean, I think I would, I would probably be like it'd be like 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 a Civil War type scenario, basically, where it's just or Marvel versus DC, like whatever, where basically it's like they're like everybody's kind of paired off, and like the two of them would be like. This doesn't seem logical. Like, like really, if anything, we should be trying to like stop everybody from fighting rather than trying to fight ourselves. So it's like then they would try to basically like make everybody see reason, because in the end, I mean, there's really no fucking reason for motherfuckers, but really good guys, to punch each other in the fucking face. All right. So who? So what happens? Does does one of them? become a casualty of war trying to slow down the fight or do they form a third group of like the super peaceful hippies putting like they walk up to the green lantern and like put a sticker on top of his ring kind of like in the picture of vietnam with she where she puts the flower in the in the barrel like what what would give, give me something give me a story I mean, I definitely feel like it would basically be like that eventually they would kind of like, cause I mean, they have more power. Both of them have more power than you'd think. Like, so I definitely think they could definitely turn the tide in the fight and basically make the fight stop. It'd probably take them a hot minute, but like would little by little. Like to stop the fighting, would they start punching dudes being like, can't you see you're an idiot? Or would they, I feel like they would that whole deactivate thing with... people. I would just feel like they would just like basically oh. take people out, like basically just like take people out of the, I mean, really, if you break it down, both their powers are very like, it's really anybody they can take down if they wanted to because really their powers are so kind of I mean like fucking Marshman Hunter is like mind reading plus like the phasing plus like I mean like super strength like all that shit flying so like in the end like if you put them against like pretty much anybody like they're gonna be able to like actually have the ability to stop that person it's just a matter of like to do it through nonviolent means would definitely take some effort but it definitely can be done I feel 
All right, so then is your boring, like, the last issue, like, or you're boring. Is your story, the last issue, like, super boring where they're just sitting there and they're like, can't you see it was good? We talked this out. Yeah, <laughs> we did it, guys. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, that, that's, that's, I mean, I definitely feel like somebody would probably go down. Because I think, like, Civil War, like, the thing that I thought was, like, cool was, I mean, because it, it happened in the comic and in the movie where they said, like, you have to, like, once you lose somebody, it definitely, like, fucking... Or at least, I mean, they didn't lose War Machine, but they definitely... He got fucking hurt. Had some issues, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was just, like, Goliath getting killed in the comic, where basically it's, like, that galvanizing moment. So you definitely need that galvanizing moment to keep people, like, to make it make sense. But, like, definitely, like, I would say, like, you would have to have something of that nature. Like, basically, like, some galvanizing would have to happen, and basically they would have both, both of them would have to basically feel like... You had to feel the crushing weight of the disappointment of Vision and Martian Manhunter. This is what I'd have happen. I'd have I'd have them both for like the whole thing, trying to talk each other down, trying to and everyone's fighting, random people are getting hurt, no one's died yet, but things are getting real. And then at one point they're out, like say they're on the battlefield and like Cyborg Does Cyborg have a cannon? Can he shoot stuff? Yes. yes. Okay, so Cyborg launches his cannon. And Martians on one side talking to the one group, or like a, a group, not just, it wouldn't be half and half, like like the Civil War scene where they're running at each other. Talking to some people, Vision's talking to some people, shoots it, Vision's trying to like understand it, and so he f- goes all phasey, so the laser beam goes right through him, hits Martian Manhunter in the back, knocks him down, and obviously this is non-violent, so Vision like walks over like, oh my god, what happened, let me help you up. Manhunter turns around, and kind of like when when there's like in movies the guy smacks the woman because he's like in a rage and he's startled by what it is manhunter just tosses vision super hard and he like goes through a building and then everyone just stops fighting like oh sh-. like these two guys like the, the buff ones the strong guys like you were saying who could take on anyone are getting into it oh shit and then and then manhunter sees what he's did and he's like oh my god baby i didn't mean to hurt you i'm so sorry he said, i was angry and you snuck up on me and vision vision can't he he lost like for whatever reason logic's gone dude's pissed so he gets ready to start charging and everyone's like if these two fight to the end we're gonna lose everything so then everyone stops them from fighting which stops the fight which makes everyone happy that's that's how i do it Fair enough. I mean, that's obviously not the way I would go, but it's, it's I mean, I would, I would read Wait, that. But you didn't tell me where you would go. I was trying to get it out of you. I was, I was milking you, dude. You was giving me nothing. I mean, probably shouldn't say milking me, but all right, that's, that's fine. No, it's what I was doing. I was all in. All right. <laughs> Maybe next time I'll get you. All right, moving on. Uh, who would win in a fight? This is a good one. Actually, I think I know exactly who's going to win, but who would win a fight? Electra versus Catwoman. Um, I, I think we did this one. Um, I don't know. My answer do it again. Always is going to be Elektra because Elektra is one of the most sound fighters in comics in general and the leader of a fucking epic fucking ninja organization. So she doesn't get you for whatever reason. The hand fucking will. So right. Like current in current continuity, she's in charge of the hand. Um, I mean, I'm not 100% sure right now because it got kind of... I forgot after, um, like, Daredevil took over, but, um, because that's just horrible. I think she is, though. She was during Bendis' Avengers, I remember that. Um, I think she still is. I'm not 100% sure. 
Uh, and does Catwoman kill or or no? I mean, she she has like she has a moral compass. It's not as like hardcore as like Batman's, but it's like more hardcore than most villains. So it's like, like I'm just stealing and getting out of here is basically yeah. her thing. Like she would rather not kill, but I don't think she would. I, I don't think that she would necessarily like. It's like it's like the um, like the Ryan on Reservoir Dogs when like uh, Mr. White's like, I don't want to kill anybody, but if you're in my way, I'm gonna get you out of my way. I feel like that's the only real occasion where she would kill. Even then, I feel like she would try to get around it. So so we'll do this one in the typical hundred fights. Who wins X amount of time? Is it like? Is is Electra win them like a hundred percent, or is, is there a few? I would say it'd be damn close to a hundred. <laughs> Okay, we'll go ninety nine and one. We'll go ninety nine and one. That's fair. Cause Catwoman's she's crafty. She's got the claws. She's got the whip. She could do something. No, I'm not saying she. She's definitely a skilled fighter. But it's what I'm saying. Like she doesn't have the psychotic instincts that Electra has. All right, last one. Uh, I want to make it a saucy one. That's not too easy. Um, who? Oh, I feel like I should be. Sp- no. Mm, all right, fine. Who would win in a fight? Wow, I have Martian Manhunter versus Vision twice. <laughs> the, fir- the first one was Vision versus Martian Manhunter, and this one's Martian Manhunter versus Vision. So I was very clearly switching it up in my mind, but it meant nothing on page. Uh, who would win in a fight? Bullseye versus Hawkeye. Um, I mean, that's a situation where I feel like the fact that like Bullseye has absolutely no qualms about killing would probably factor in <laughs> um but i mean i think i feel like hawkeye is more skilled as like a fighter and but... i'm taking away bullseye's adamantium bones in this scenario so oh, you you don't get that that's whatever i'm just saying like as far as like i definitely feel like hawkeye is the better fighter but i feel like the fact that, that bullseye has no qualms about killing might give him an edge but like i mean mean, daredevil's a better fighter than bullseye and bullseye hasn't managed to kill him yet so is hawkeye good enough to to evade well also daredevil is like a strong enough fucking martial artist that fucking the he led okay i'm I'm not doing daredevil versus hawkeye right now i'm just saying that like is it's bullseye's ability or desire i guess to kill isn't what's necessary here it's like Yes, he'd get the final blow, but this is just to the fight where the one standing over the other one with like a weapon or their fist, and they're like, "I could do it right now." Yes, Bullseye would take him right out, but would Hawkeye ever be the one on top? Would he ever be the one holding that fist? I mean, I it's it's entirely possible. I mean, that's that's like I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like Hawkeye probably would in a straight fight would probably beat Bullseye, but I feel like Bullseye is enough of a dirty fighting piece of shit that he would probably. <laughs> Find a way to win. All right, uh, it's like it's like AJ one. Styles. Like AJ Styles was like um, basically to like justify his heel tactics. Like when he uh, was like when he was champion, where he's like, "I'm a winner, and winners find ways to win." Same fucking thing. Well, then, then let's do this one out of a hundred. Then, real quick and easy, who wins? Uh, who? What's the spread out of a hundred fights? I would say probably like. Uh, I mean, definitely, I would say it tips in Hawkeye's favor, but I think Bullseye would definitely win a lot of them as well. <laughs> like, so right, probably like sixty forty something like that. Sixty forty Hawkeye. Yeah. 
That's fair. That's fair. I mean, they're both obviously the most. The you know why I went with those two. They're the most accurate people in the in the Marvel universe. I mean, is there anyone better than them in Marvel? No. Not that I can recall. No. No. So yeah, you have the two. But and then Bullseye has the uh, I'll kill anything and anyone kind of edge, whereas Hawkeye has the tactical training and like kind of like logical planning. So yeah, I think that's fair. I'd give it to Hawkeye too. Bullseye's a bitch. Um. (laughs) All right, well, then I will round it out really quick then with just a quick science fact. This is literally something that you can go Google if you're interested. I don't have all the information. It's something I heard on uh, education, looked it up, and went, wow, that's really neat. So maybe you'll do the same thing. Maybe you'll get on Google and be like, wow, that's really neat. Did you know? So your entire body, your buildup is you know all these different cells and whatnot, and your DNA runs throughout all of you, your skin, your hair, like all the liquids in your bodies and all that. You have the same DNA. But did you know that your mitochondria, which is the, the meme, the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, it's what gives your cells energy. It's, the, it's what feeds your cells, basically, has separate DNA from the rest of your body. Hmm. I did not know that. Like... It's it's just so absurd. Everything that makes you who you are, as far uh, as far as that goes. Obviously, if you want to talk atoms and molecules, we're not going there. We're talking just strictly DNA. Is solid throughout, except what powers you, what keeps you moving, what gives your cells energy. Has its own DNA, is its own thing. That'd be that's like Osmosis Jones. You ever seen Osmosis Jones? <laughs> I remember that movie. Yeah. I want to write of my own Osmosis Jones of like of like a cell in your body, and all the different things are basically just different versions of the same guy. And then the mitochondria is like this dude from Jersey who's just like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" And he's like cooking like Philly cheesesteaks, and he's just feeding the cell. I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you ever have for me, sure. Oh, man, if I wrote stories, you'd be reading them. You'd be lapping them up like a cat at a milk bowl, Patrick. I tell you what. I tell you what. That's weird. There's a lot of milk things with you. That's that's weird. I, I go through phases, and today, that's it, you know? Don't don't question it. Just live it. Um, yeah, so something to to think about, something to look up. I, always, I, I thought it was amazing. It might not blow your mind like it blew mine, but... I was I was I was dumbfounded. You know when you hear something and you're just like, well, okay, maybe not you. I never really get that reaction from you whenever talking anything. But you know, sometimes you hear one thing, and you're like, wait, what? Kind of like who did I say? John Hughes on your birthday. You're like, oh, that wow, that's crazy. That like I have that happen all the time, and everyone's like, okay, that's dumb, Kevin. Shut up. <laughs> like Bluetooth was invented in the 1950s, and people are like, For the okay. army, yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, what's that's cool. I'm like, yeah, but. Like Bluetooth's only gotten popular the last like 10, 15 years. They're like, okay, so I'm like, so for freaking 60 years, this amazing technology was in being used in the military. We had no access to it, and now it's used in everything. Yeah, okay, whatever. I guess I just get excited more than most people. I guess I just really, I like, I like new information. It makes me feel saucy. <laughs> I'm glad for you feeling saucy. Thank you. That's all I needed. That's all I needed to hear. But... We'll wrap it up now. I hope you enjoyed listening to us. It's Patrick's birthday yesterday, so, you know, it doesn't do you any good to say happy birthday now. But if you want to, just a little, hey, happy birthday, you sweetums. My little, my little punum, my little sweet, my little sweet pea. He, he won't like that, but you can say it. You can say <laughs> that to him. Uh, but anyways, thank you. 
What? I mean, Jesse last night basically told everybody to blow me because it was my birthday. So I mean, whatever. You you deserve nothing but the best, Patrick. That's that's the point. I mean, yes, it was like singled out to one specific action, but what he <laughs> meant was you deserve nothing but pure happiness on your birthday. That's one hundred percent true. So. Thank you for listening, of course. I'm, I'm going to end every episode this way now until we get more listeners on both our other podcasts. If you love Patrick's voice, listen to Gifted Punksters. If you love my voice, listen to What Did I Just Say. If you love both our voices, you're in the right spot. Don't go any farther. You're there right now. Uh, but this has been a special little weekend treat of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And thank you for listening. Indeed.